On today's show, Elon Musk considers taking Tesla private, Ford introduces an all-new SUV in China, and GM's new full-size pickups are the most tested models the company has ever produced. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. I'm Jonathan Bergman, filling in for John and Sean today. If nothing else, Elon Musk certainly makes the automotive industry a lot more interesting to watch. Yesterday on Twitter, Musk tweeted that he would take Tesla private and that he had the funding to do it. Speculation immediately jumped to Saudi Arabia's sovereign wealth fund, to Chinese banks, or to the Chinese tech company Tencent, which already owns part of Tesla. Musk set a target stock price of $420 a share in his tweet, and shares shot up on the news. Trading was briefly halted, but when it resumed, the stock flirted with $380 a share until the markets closed. Several weeks ago, Musk warned anyone who was shorting Tesla stock that their short positions were going to explode, and man did he deliver. Every single short position plummeted on the news. Sales of electric vehicles are booming in China, and the country is home to hundreds of EV startups hoping to establish themselves as real players in the market. But according to one investment firm, most of these startups will fail. NIO Capital says, due to the significant investment required for EV technology, only 1% of startups will actually survive. And adds it's cautious to invest in these companies, preferring joint projects between startups and traditional car makers because they provide innovation with real manufacturing capabilities. And speaking of China, Ford plans to introduce 50 new models in the country by 2025. And it just unveiled one of these vehicles, a mid-sized SUV called the Territory. The company developed it with its joint venture partner, Jingling Motors Corporation. Customers can choose between a gasoline engine, a 48-volt hybrid, or a plug-in hybrid to power the vehicle, but it didn't provide more details on these powertrains. The Territory goes on sale early next year in China. And in other Ford news, last November we reported the company was testing exoskeletons that would help line workers at some of its U.S. plants. Now the project is becoming a reality. In 15 plants globally, workers who perform overhead tasks will have access to an upper body exoskeleton that helps reduce stress and fatigue. Called the exovests, it fits any worker that's 5 foot 2 inches to 6 foot 4 and it provides lift assistance from 5 to 15 pounds per arm. The ExoVest, which was developed in a partnership with ExoBionics, is used in every North American Ford plant. The ExoVest is also used in plants in the Asia-Pacific region, South America, and Europe. Still to come, GM adds over-the-air software updates to the Silverado without having to create a new electronic architecture for the truck. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. GM's new full-size pickups, the Chevrolet Silverado and GMC Sierra, are the most tested vehicles the company has ever produced. They have already racked up 3 million road test miles 
and 31 million miles in computer simulation and on test stands. Tim Herrick, the executive chief engineer for the program, estimates there were about 10,000 General Motors employees working on the program, with about 7,000 of them working on it full-time. Our AutoLine estimate is that the salary cost alone for this truck was about $1 billion a year. Tim Herrick jokes that he told Mary Barra and Mark Royce that if they gave him enough money, he could make the truck fly. Now, One of the new capabilities on this truck is that it can now do over-the-air updates, or OTAs to use the industry jargon. Some of the updates it's capable of doing include changing the software on the body module, improving the radio calibration, and even changing the sequence of how different electronic modules wake up when you start the engine. GM was able to add these OTA capabilities by modifying the existing electronic architecture on the truck, not by coming up with a new architecture, though it sure sounds like GM is working on a new one. An increasing concern for all automakers is cybersecurity, and a new electronic architecture could be hardened to better protect against hackers. Now here's one example of how vehicles have to be hardened today. As part of the towing package offered on the Silverado, you can now get valve stems for the tires on the trailer you'll be towing that broadcast the tire pressure and temperature to a display on the dashboard. It's a radio frequency that carries the information, but that signal could be also an entry point for hackers. And that's the world we live in today. You have to harden the information coming from the valve stems on the trailer you're towing. Coming up next, how shared mobility will help recycling vehicle interiors. Now it could be a huge pain in the butt disassembling the interior of a car. But with shared mobility expected to become more and more popular, interiors will wear out much faster in these vehicles. That's why automakers and suppliers are working on making it easier to swap out interior components. And on last week's AutoLine After Hours, Jeff Stout from Yanfang Automotive Interiors said it will also help with recycling. Over the history of the interior world relative to end of life, we have customers ask us all the time of, is there something we can do at the end of life? And the reality is, there's no business case for it. Because at the end of the life, if the car goes to the junkyard, all the valuables get stripped out of it, it then goes to a shredder, all of the ferrous metals get pulled away, and you're left with this bundle of fluff. ASR gets called automotive shredder residue, yeah. and it just gets bundled up and put in a landfill. Right. And the reality is there's no good way to remove that from the, uh, the stream. In this case scenario where I'm constantly updating the interior, I now have a mechanism to remove the existing simply and quickly and put in a new interior. Well, what do I do with that old interior? We have the ability to reprocess those interiors. Mm -hmm. There's just no way today to get it to the reprocessor. Well, now suddenly I have a mechanism to remove it from the vehicle. I do now have a mechanism to get it to the reprocessor. We will see in the future a closed-loop stream of materials that never goes to the landfill. It'll get used, removed, reprocessed, re-put in the vehicle. It will as long as it's cheaper or at the same price as virgin material. Absolutely. And that's why all the ferrous metal gets recycled. Because exactly. there's a willing market to pay for it. Absolutely. And you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. And speaking of After Hours, there won't be a new show this week, but John and Gary will be back next Thursday, August 16th, with some of the best insider discussions in the automotive industry. But that's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.